Welcome to three. Yeah, well, go ahead. Oh, okay. The podcast about pro wrestling movies, movies, and pro wrestling movies. That's our line. We're getting it. We're getting it. And I. You almost made Jake spit out his Shirley Temple. I just. I feel like. You know what? Yeah, sometimes the world is shit. Yeah. And that's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We can't change that. The three of us can't change that. But you know what we can do? What? Mr. Nanny. Mr. That's what we Nanny. decided Mr. Nanny. The Hulk Hogan blockbuster. Yes. yes. Mr. Nanny. We, oh, Daisy. Rough. Rough. She's singing. Are you FF? Rough stuff. <laughs> Oh, man, we should have just probably contacted him and asked him the lyrics. Yeah, right? Jesus Christ. Yeah, seance. Oh, my. No, no, no. He's still alive. No. No. Back to back. The car accident. Model has claimed. Man. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I think the only answer is that the Zodiac went back in time. Oh. Yeah, Hulk Hogan didn't debut to That is the... That's the only explanation. The only acceptable explanation. That's insane. (laughs) Three-way theater. Uh Welcome to the three-way theater. You know... You know. Hey, y'all ready? Let's go. We all about wrestling, but don't call us fanatics. Uh-huh. We talk about wrestling movies, review the classics. Uh-huh. From ready to rumble, body slamming, Russell Madness. You can tell us our passion. Now we into podcasting, screaming Northeast Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Mr. Peacock, go ahead, represent. Yeah. Three way theater, three the hard way. From your boy Mike, JC, and Lumberjay. Yeah. Welcome to the three way theater. You know. Hi. Welcome to the three way theater. Put the bears down out of my day. You <laughs> make the sun shine up like a Doris day. Wake me up before you go go. Don't leave me hanging up like a yo yo. Wake me up before you go, go. Okay, I'm ready. All right, good. We're recording. <coughs> oh, are we All recording? Right. We are recording. All right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well. Yeah. How much? Good one. That was good. How yeah. much of that? Uh, how much of that? We got the chorus. We got the chorus. All right. Yeah. Welcome so, to three. Yeah. Well, yeah. go ahead. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm a couple episodes late, but can I just say how much I love our entrance music, our new oh super hype song, our entrance music, our theme song, it it is entrance music, it is our theme song. Yeah, no, our our theme is awesome, and I cannot thank Super Hype Mike enough. Uh, It's just awesome, Mr. Peacock. Shout out, whoop whoop. 
Uh, we're gonna have to give him some recognition on the peakies. Yes, yes, definitely, yeah. definitely. Our our big year end awards coming up after this. He's episode. He's nominated for a peaky. Yeah, he definitely. Of course, is. he is. And for, you might be for best artist. He's he's up there with kicks uh-huh. <laughs> and kick and kick. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjake. And I'm JC. And uh, you're listening to Three Way Theater, the yes. podcast about pro wrestling, movies, movies, and, and pro wrestling, wrestling movies. movies. That's our line. We're getting it. it. We're That's getting it. it. Uh, we want to encourage you to check us out at threewaytheater.com. On iTunes, Podbean. Yep. All that good stuff. On uh, Twitter. Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Stitcher. Yeah. What's uh, Bitcher? What, what's Stitcher? Um, Gr- Pitcher. Grinder. Binder, uh-huh. Trapper, friend finder, trapper keeper. I got a whole trapper keeper full of appointments. Oh yeah, <laughs> we got it all here on three way theater, and uh, we're glad that you decided to join uh, us. Uh, oh, uh, what? what you might want to you might want to turn oh. your your phones onto airplane. Yeah, it's hey, on hey, airplane. My, my, mine I'm is. on airplane. Uh, my, I'm good. I'm good. I don't know about you fuckers, but I'm good. Okay, now I'm on airplane. All right. Got it, guys. You got it? You got it. Not like any paper planes, MIA style. I like paper planes. I like planes. Oh, like like planes. oh! I like it. All right. So we're here on episode nine. Episode nine. Can you believe... Guys, wait. Let's just take a second. Can you believe that we've made it all the way to episode nine? In less than a year. Yeah. I mean, can you, can you think back and remember to... Uh, was it June? June. I don't know if I can think back that far. I mean, back in June, we had episode one, Body Slam. Yeah. And see Oof. how far we've come. So, so yeah. far from Body Slam. Yeah. Well, here we are in episode nine. I think that's pretty cool. You're all very wistful right now. Just so I can see Mike Pave. Right now, Mike Pave is currently flashing back. Yeah, Enya's uh, uh, playing in his head oh. as he's <laughs> sail going through. Away, sail away, sail away. I was yeah, not th- that's I was, not the oh, song we I were thinking for. Who can <laughs> say where the road goes? Oh, I was thinking of a different Enya song. Yeah, you were thinking <laughs> of the one from like the Best of album. Yeah, that yeah. Used to sell on daytime TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of I saw the sign. Oh, Ace of Base. Yeah. Don't turn around. No, that's the other Ace of Base song. Oh. That wasn't even the beep to it. I don't know where I was. So what's episode nine, Mike? Episode nine, we've kind of decided to switch things up a little bit. While this isn't a... I I mean... It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. But there's there's very little rustling in this movie. You could say the same thing about Countdown. I was going to say. Exactly. But we didn't know that... (laughs) That was going to happen in Countdown. Well, here's the thing. We knew exactly what we were getting into with Mr. Right, Nanny. Right, and we yeah. decided that... But uh, Countdown set a precedent for us. We had yeah. we had decided that after the election, we would kind of just... Mr. President. A little bit. Yes, yeah. yes. So uh-huh. Are we going to talk about the new president? No, no, we already did. Here's the thing. We already you know, did. Here's all I'll say. Let me... Let me here's all I'll say. No, thanks. Uh, three-Way Theater is designed to entertain. Yes, of course. We're here for escapist entertainment. For escape artists and other people like like to listen to us, <laughs> and I—you almost made Jake I, spit out his Shirley Temple. <laughs> I just—I feel like you know what? Yeah, sometimes the world is shit. Yeah, and that's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We can't change that. The three of us can't change that. But you know what we can do? What? We can make people laugh. That's right. We can make people think. We can make people cry. Yeah, yeah. we routinely make people cry. 
Um, you guys took all the good emotions. I don't know what else we can do. Also, you you know, may have like a. Are you, are you autistic? Do you not understand emotions? I don't recognize facial. Okay. Uh, you uh, know, we'll we'll talk about this after the yeah, podcast. Yeah. yeah. We just uncovered some big things here on Three Way Theater, everybody. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> Mr. Nanny. Mr. That's what we Mr. decided. Mr. Nanny. The Hulk Hogan blockbuster. Yes. yes. Mr. Nanny. Right. And the, uh, uh, the Hulk Hogan Mother Love joint. Ah, yes, Mother Love. I love me some Mother Love. I love you. No, that's that's no. Brother Love. No, I like no, that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a different person. Uh-huh. Different different dude. Gotcha. I have the synopsis here for Mr. Nanny. All right. Figure we can dive right into Let's it. Dive right in. You know, I, I've read a, synop- a synopsis. Okay. JC, you've read a synopsis. Has Lumberjake read a synopsis yet? I don't think he has. Yeah, yeah. A former professional wrestler is hired oh. to be the bodyguard oh. nanny for a couple of bratty kids whose inventor father is being stalked by a rival. Why'd you right. just Why did you just, you, just, you, just, you didn't use any inflection? No. You just... How about I that? I couldn't even tell you yeah. what you yeah. said. You guys wanted to get all uppity, whether or not I read no, it. No, you know, we were being the opposite yeah, of uppity. We were, we were trying to encourage yeah. you to do it, and we were going to give you a segue. Uh-huh. But I'm not, I'm not going to give you the segue. Why, why are you giving him a segue? I I should get the segue. No, you're you, reckless you, you with your segue. You had your segue, and you had it fall off a cliff. But Jake doesn't get his segue either. Because, no, 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 you don't get it. Do I just get a plow? <laughs> I don't know, do you? Wink. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you guys right now, this podcast is going to get very sexual. There were a lot of of undertones and overtones in this movie. They, sh- they certainly were undertones. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to really page. break this movie down. That's what I'm saying. Well... For, let's let's start. I mean, we've all seen this movie before. Yes. Uh, what? It's been what twenty years or so since we've probably seen it. I figured out for me, it's been at least twenty years. Okay. Um, I don't know. I probably watched this ten years ago. Maybe I, I like this movie. I like well, this movie a lot. Ten years ago, you were how old? Uh, ten years ago, I was sixteen years old. Okay. Yeah. Roughly. I, I can see that. Used to be a lot younger when I used to say those things. Yeah, and it's really starting to get I'm old. Getting older. Not liking it. Not liking it. I'm going to dive in with my first issue in this movie. Go for it. Apparently, you have a lot of issues with this movie. I do. I got an entire subscription. For for what? Issues. For pain. Oh. Oh! But I was really saying because issues, subscription. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. No, I get it. Anyway, so this movie was released on October 8th, 1993. Okay. Why the fuck is the Zodiac in this movie? That's a really good question because Hulk Hogan had not yet gone to WCW. Correct. Hulk Hogan has not debuted until. You know what? You're right. He did not debut in WCW to 1994. And that wasn't the Zodiac. And the Zodiac didn't show up until 1995. That's really, really odd. Now that you bring that up, because I looked and he took a, he left WWF right before this movie was filmed. In yep. all. Advertisements for this movie, he was still pretty much WWF superstar Hulk Hogan. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I think the only answer is that the Zodiac went back in time. Oh, yeah, Hulk Hogan didn't debut till. <laughs> that is the, wait, <laughs> the only. That's the only explanation. The only acceptable explanation. I, that's insane. Hulk Hogan I mean, did not de- debut until July of ninety four. Of ninety four. And he, it was Brother Brudai right. with him still. What the fuck? 
What is going I on? I couldn't wrap my head around this. That makes no sense. And I'm like, let me go and find out when this movie was released. Maybe it was like... I, no way. There was no explanation that was going to make sense to me. And I was hoping maybe you guys could help. But apparently you're just blown away at this as I got nothing. crazy. So, like... <sighs> wow. Um... <laughs> Can I just say the uh, level of talent before we get too deep into it? The level of talent we have making this movie. The director of this movie, named Michael Gottlieb. Rest in peace. Is he dead? He's dead. Oh. Well, he also directed such classics as A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Uh huh. Wait, wait, wait why, why, Mikey? Wait, why are you shaking your head and giggling at me? I was waiting to hear the cause of death. Car, car accident. accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so so bad. It was a multi-car pileup. Uh, yeah. We've heard about this pileup before. Uh, yes, previously. Uh, he also uh, directed um, Mannequin, the best one. Mannequin. Uh, Did he? Yeah. Yeah. All right. He also and, co-wrote it, and he also co-wrote Mannequin Two on the move. And. Uh, the writer of that movie was Edward Rugoff, uh-huh. who also wrote this movie. Who also wrote Mr. Nanny, huh. Mannequin, Mannequin on the Move. Two. Man- on the Move. What? Mannequin 2 on the Move. You gotta, don't just say Mannequin on the Move. Um, sorry, I'm just going. <laughs> you don't want to mix things up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys watched Mannequin? I I've know, seen the original. I know the I've original. Seen, I haven't seen Mannequin 2 on the Move. Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Ba 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 I only know Mannequin 2 through uh, How Did This Get Made podcast. Right, and Mannequin 2 features oh, the beautiful and lovely Christy Swanson. Ooh. Uh, I, so I guess, uh, I mean, we can give a shout out to um, what you just said. How Did This Get Made? Yes, because uh, they I also they also did a Mr. Nanny they episode. They did a great they, Mr. Nanny episode. Yes. Their episode of Mr. Nanny is much better than of ours. Co- well, we are not even trying to compare. No. no, 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 no. Well, you made me compare. Those are now, three professional comedians yes, and they know what and they're doing. Yes, and we are not. We no. are barely comedians. I take a sip out of my mug. Oh, mug. It was hmm. empty, though. You ever have that? So, like, we're just... not, like, on camera. No one's watching you. Well, why would you even bring that up? Well, I just I just thought it would bring people, you know, uh, you know uh, um, theater of the mind. Oh, <laughs> three-way theater of the mind. Yes. yes. All right. No. So, no. I, unfortunately, um, uh, Mr. Gottlieb did pass away. So, but even at, pretty much after Mr. Nanny, his career was pretty much dead anyway. Yeah. He didn't really do much. He was a, a video game producer, pretty much exclusively after this movie. And uh, which isn't that's good. That's fine. It's, he's getting that money. He's getting yeah. that video game kizash. I think he made a Mortal Kombat game. I think he made I like four of them. Yeah. Right. But I think there's been a recurring theme on Three Way Theater where a lot of the directors <laughs> after they've done their wrestling movie, this is the that's it for them. It's the apex of their career. Or it's the end of their career. Uh-huh. What was it? Was it Hal Needham, our good friend from episode Poor one? Hal Needham, yeah. Body Slam. Director um, of Smokey and the Bandit. The Smokey Slam the Director. Uh, we have a recurring theme that sometimes you do a wrestling movie, you don't do anything else after. It's a death sentence. It really is, because it's almost guaranteed it won't be successful. Unfortunately, until we get to the wrestler. Ooh. Mm. Have you ever seen a one-trick pony? 
You haven't seen me. Ah. Have you seen me? Love Bruce Springsteen. I hate the boss. What? Fuck Bruce what? Springsteen. What baby, I was born to run. Fuck yeah, the boss. Santa Claus coming to town. Fuck that fucking song. Santa Claus coming to town. What the fuck is wrong with you? I, Guys, hold on. We're pausing this podcast. Podcast. We need to talk about your issues with the boss. I do not care for Bruce Springsteen. Hey, Santa, what are you bringing me for Christmas? And it's mainly because... Of that song? Of the Here Comes Santa Wait. Claus version. That Why? Because it's awful. And Santa Claus is coming to town. So Santa that Claus one to song, town. that one song's ruined you on the boss? Yes. Hey, why'd you bring him a saxophone? Because it's doing that. That's all, that's all he does. <laughs> He's not even good at it. Hmm. Baby, I was born to run. Get out of my face. Run away. Oh. See, I don't... You... Let's go ahead and let's listen to the entire catalog of Bruce Springsteen right. and the well, East we'll Street Band. All right, we'll just pause it and we'll listen to the whole thing. No, we're going to do it on the air. Oh, okay. Because the night belongs to lovers. <laughs> born in the USA. Hey, Tony Atlas comes out to that song. So does the American Eagle Shane Simons. Boom. Goes the dynamite. Yeah. Fair enough. Example number four. Boom. I rest my case. <laughs> also, my new friend, Mike Case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a so, new Mike. No, oh, we've got time. Yeah. Because we don't need you anymore. It is about time. You know, I thought we were going to, like, we were really going to jump into this movie early. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to do this. And we still haven't talked about no, it. No, all right. So, okay. I, I've After I'll get over my issues with the Zodiac showing up. Weird. But let's talk about some of the other wrestlers appearing in this oh, credit uh, flashback. Uh, ready? Name one. Uh, Afa. Kamala. Zodiac. George the Animal Steel. Uh, Jim the Anvil no, Nightmare. That was the final it. one. You, you do son of a bitch. It. You went out of turn. I'm sorry. But, but you, you said it wasn't your turn. I'm giving the point to Mike Pava. What? Yeah. No! No! Mike Pava wins. Stop doing it. Stop doing your dance. Uh, uh, Stop doing your little dance. Mike Pava's dancing like... Oh, wow. A backflip. Whoa, holy shit. I can't believe that. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. He was dancing like Vince McMahon when Flash Funk would come to the ring. And then he did a backflip. That was amazing. Shocked. All right. Well, so we see that uh, Sean Armstrong, uh-huh. Hulk Hogan's character in this movie, yep. is... Uh, Youngest son of Bob. Right. He's at the old fishing docks. He's at the old fishing hole. And he's uh, he's he's just sleeping. He's, he's relaxing. He's napping. While, he's, his, while his line's out there. Yep, you know. Yeah. Um, he's on the line. and uh, First of all, first of all, wait. Oh. Before this, there is a... Oh, black screen and a series of wacky <laughs> sounds for what seems like no reason at all. I feel like the Foley artist had a certain amount of sound effects he had to get in, which was 500. He got 498 into the movie seamlessly, <laughs> but he needed to squeeze in two extra well, ones at the very beginning. Yeah, the union told him, they're like, we're not paying you unless you get 500. Uh, He's like, all right, I mean, do oh, what you got to do. Since you started there, I'm going to start back even further. Further? Oh, how can you so go further? So before the amazing new line opening logo, which had the weird sound effects, I noticed that uh, this film was rated PG for, for comic, comic action, action and language. language. What, what language was there? Um, 
Um, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, so. butt face. Oh, oh whoa, yeah, whoa. No, this you, is a. Whew. Let's I can't say butt face. No, FCC violation. Jesus Christ. We're being monitored. Jesus fucking Christ. You, you can't, can't watch your that. goddamn language. What about scum bucket? Whoa! Oh, God. Jesus God. Watch your fucking chicken. What are you doing? You're going to get us booted. That language. Bean says. We can't say those words. They said you cannot say those two words. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I, I will never say them again. I accept right. your apology. All right. All right. And Hoobazoo so, said they're not going to air us on time if you talk like that. <laughs> well, I better not start. <laughs> okay. So we get the weird opening. Yep. We see Sean Armstrong sleeping at the line. Mm-hmm. And we get our wrestling flashback, our opening credits, which has... All the wrestlers put in a hurt on Sean Armstrong. While he's in his fishing, fishing gear. gear. Right. The outfit he's currently wearing. Right. right. And I did the like... Key, so, re- remember that part, wait, for the, so, by so, the way. So yeah. Did maybe, Make no. no. Well, maybe that really happened. Maybe he got beat up in his fishing Would gear. Would you say that his gimmick, Sean Armstrong's gimmick, is a fisherman? Whoa. We don't know. Okay, that I like. All that right. So yep. now... I mean, why not? Finish the fisherman suplex. Yes. Oh, fuck. That's right. They call him Armstrong because he can reel yeah. him in. He's the oh. Codfather. His this manager is Gordon, uh-huh. the fisherman. <laughs> already, he already has. A, there's already a Gordon. Yours is Gordon. That's the Gorton's fisherman. Oh, Gordon. Oh, Gordon. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Okay. Gotcha. All his fans are the fish sticks. Just oh, Gordon's fisherman. I like this development. So, I like this a yeah, lot. Yeah, I, I, I like this. So I also loved the uh, the weird um, desaturation of the flashback. Like it's like almost feel like you're watching a history reel, like right, JFK. Yeah. yeah, but it was re- only a year ago. Like back and they, to the left, and they do these freeze frames where it's like they pick the worst freeze frame out of every single pause they yeah, did. He's making the silliest face, just the wackiest, stupidest faces, or it's like not centered correctly, like his head's being like into a turnbuckle, but he's like mm-hmm. face down. You don't know what's being done, really. And the Zodiac uh, or Brutus Beefcake jumps off the top rope yes. and does a top rope nothing. Where the fuck does he come from? Where does it come from? <laughs> Where does maybe it come he wasn't from? the Zodiac. Maybe he was just like... Maybe that's where they got it from. I mean, yes. You know what I mean? No. no? Yes. No. Well, maybe... No. maybe He pitched it to him? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. They're like, we don't know what to do with you. Okay, okay. We have nothing to do. And he was like, hey, I got this gimmick. I don't I don't but know. He, he didn't debut. He, How has nobody asked later. him this? I'm going to reach out to him. Reach out to the beef. We've already man. got great luck on Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies and on Kayfabe. Maybe we can get in touch with, with Mr. Leslie. Gottlieb. Oh. Seance. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to break out the Ouija board? Yep. And yeah. the squeegee board. We'll get Sid Vicious out there. Very nice washed. Yeah, uh, I contacted Ed Leslie through the Ouija board, but it just said yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's there it. Go. Thank you. That's Thank it. you for listening to Three Way Theater. Right. I'm Mike Pava. I'm, I'm Umberjig. And I'm JC. And this has been... Three oh, wait, wait, wait. We have to finish this. No, we didn't even start this. All right, yeah. So... Uh, Armstrong gets clotheslined in his dream by Kamala, by Kamala and wakes up back on falling backwards right. off of the off of his chair right. or whatever. And right. we see the big old fish that he caught. And this is where the movie tries to establish that Sean Armstrong's really a good he's man. He's a good guy. Because he takes the fish to get dinner tonight. Looks at the little guy and he's like, 
don't tell your friends about me. What causes kind, them back in the ocean? What kind of fisherman can't catch fish? Like he like who? What kind of fisherman would have the sort of moral objection? Could Duke the Dumpster Drossy actually take out the trash? Well, of course, but if he, he wouldn't be like, you know what, trash, I'm gonna let you be yourself. He wouldn't have any. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> don't tell the other cans about this. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, um, this is... But we're also basing this off the fact that the fisherman was actually his wrestling character. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We're, we're kind of making our right. own assumptions right. here. Hulk, uh, not the best fishing hat. His hat has a brim roughly 14 inches long. <laughs> Possibly right. the longest brimmed hat I've ever seen outside of the sandlot. <laughs> Um, we're quickly introduced to Sherman Helmsley. What's his character's name? Um, All right. Yep. No, that's okay. That's anybody? It's not important. Uh, Is it? Um, no. What do you I mean, mean it's not important? No, uh, it's important. It's, um... Of course. Hulk. It's a uh, Bert. Bert. Bert's Bert. the guy's Bert name. Wilson. Okay. Not, last name was never established. <laughs> just, <laughs> just didn't throw no, that out there. Just, I'm just saying... Uh, former cop and also wrestling manager? Was he a former cop? I mean, at the end of the... Spoilers, spoiler for the end of this movie. <laughs> Say that again? Shut up. <laughs> I get that, but, like, this is a man that's been having his shit repossessed the entire movie. I don't think yes. he's a cop. He's a cop at the end of this movie. I'm... I'm not saying he's not wearing a cop uniform. He's also, I'm not, but I'm just saying he's not a cop. He's also talking a lot about having his license revoked for his his open carry. Uh -huh. Like he has some kind of uh, formal police background at some point or another. But he was definitely a wrestling manager. Also. Well, he was. That's what I'm saying. Unless his gimmick was that he was a cop. <laughs> oh, the cop and the fisherman. Yeah, I love what, that. What a great team. Yeah. All right, Jake and the Fat Man. Oh, that's, that was me and Mike Pava in 2010. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> um, we're, we're, we're next kind of, we're just left to the exposition dump where Sherman Helmsley explains everything you need to know about this movie. Um, it's just like, I, I just wrote it down, like, just this weird plot point after plot point, just spew it all out in a big chunk and hope that the moviegoers can kind of just follow along from there. Right. Uh, very inelegant, but, you know, I you guess... You know, you say that uh, Sherman Helmsley explains the uh, plot of the movie, like, but that's not even comparable to how explained the movie is by the titular song of oh, are you, the movie. Well, okay, oh. all right, 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 let's dive right into well, that. Well, finally making an actual return back yeah. to Three-Way Theater mm -hmm. is the titular song. Yes. No sha-na-na, but, well, you know. Uh, but I'll say this. Um, Mr. Nanny originally was titled Rough Stuff. So this is a okay. real titular song. It was. Yeah, that was the original title and of the film. Jake, who was this song song written by? Uh, it was written by one Mr. Buster Poindexter. And who's Buster Poindexter? He uh, he was originally the uh, singer for the punk band the New York Dolls. He wrote the song Hot Hot Hot. Mm -hmm. A lot of people know the hit novelty song. Of course. And he also plays Thantos. In what movie? In Mr. Nanny. What? He wrote about four songs for the soundtrack alone. Which, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Which came first, the Zodiac or the Zodiac? No, don't fucking Whoa. get with me on that. Jesus yes, Christ. no. Um, 
Do you think he signed on to this movie first to play the I don't villain? Know, because he's such a offer. great villain. He's he's amazing. You in his... loved him. In I this movie. love it. Every scene with him, Mikey was just eating it up with I a spoon. I love it. But uh this this titular song hit us yes. with it. Okay. Rough stuff. Rough stuff. Rough stuff. Rough stuff. Are we singing? Uh, no. no, he's gonna. It's spoken word. Oh, yeah. I, uh, you you're trying yeah. to switch up my gimmick. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care for it. It's like that time you wanted you to stop being a lumberjack. Yeah, 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 right. That's not true. That's mm-hmm. right. That's not true at all. You were saying that for so long. You wanted me to be a judge. Yep. Judge, jury, and executioner. Um. Okay, but the song. When his job is over, he's gonna settle down. I'll find a little shack by the railroad track on the outskirts of town. I'll plant a little garden and watch the flowers grow. I'll tell this crazy mixed up world that I just don't want to know. When trouble comes knocking, I'll like it did before. Gotta kick that pest better save my nest and put his head right through the door. Rough, Rough stuff. stuff. Now, the last line, I don't know idea if that's accurate. We listened to it probably, what, like 30 times? Yeah, at least... To try to get what the fucking lyrics were. We Oh, Daisy. Huh, Daisy, you understand how long we listen to this. Rough stuff. Rough, rough, rough that's what she's singing. Are you FF? Rough stuff. <laughs> oh, man. We should have just probably contacted him and asked him the lyrics. Yeah, right? Jesus Christ. Yeah, seance. Oh, my. No, no, no. He's still alive. No. No? Died Car today. Accident? Car accident. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lives claimed man well uh, I definitely appreciate you going through and getting the lyrics of the song it definitely was a little bit of a, a trying experience it was a struggle uh, to, to say the least um, but Sherman Helmsley establishes that he wants Sean Armstrong to take a job as a bodyguard for he's got it all set up all lined up for uh, what would appear to be an eccentric uh Billion? Is he a billionaire? Um, at least a millionaire in the 90s, which is like a billionaire I mean, did you today. see that plantation that he was living on? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And all the slaves. Yeah. Oh, ooh. Ooh. I mean, Mother Love was the... Yeah, that's true. That seemed We've, a little ooh. offensive. Yeah, no. Seemed a little offensive. We've crossed the line. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And at one time, Hulk Hogan was wearing blackface. Oh, yeah, that really took a dark Well, turn. it was just chocolate frosting, but like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, at, at first, Sean Armstrong is not going to take the job. He's like, no, I don't want it. But then he sees that uh, Bert has uh, not eaten in a week, eaten yeah. all the beans. Yeah, I, well, we're just going to assume it was beans, I think. It was beans, right? Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure they were beans. 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 Brains. No, because it goes with beans. Franks. Ham. Oh, ham, ham, ham horn. Oh. oh. Gets going right. to get that in. Yeah, we, we got to get at least one ham horn reference in a show. So he talks, uh, Sherman Helmsley talks Sean Armstrong into being a security guard for a couple kids. Right. Which, and Mikey did make mention, and I did write down the awesome tracking shot, one continuous take yeah. of yeah. Sherman Helmsley and Hulk Hogan just kind of doing their dialogue, getting it all in in one take. Yeah, it's very... Uh, 
It's very much like like a mighty wind, best in show. Yeah, well, it, was, it, it was very a Brian De Palma moment. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah. It, it, it really showed Hogan's um, acting chops. chops. Yeah. Exactly what I was gonna fucking. I say. know, I know what you were gonna Jesus. say. Jesus, he can walk the night. and talk. <laughs> <laughs> he was also patting his head and rubbing his belly <laughs> while doing it. Listen, that's too far. <laughs> yeah, he was patting his head too much. Oh well, that gets later in the movie. Oh, spoiler alert oh, for that sucks. So, but just when they reveal who Thanos is, I, I look, I'm like, man, everyone in this movie has the same fucking hairstyle. Every <laughs> Which was also 1993. Yeah. Um, but again, once they do the reveal of who uh, he is and his relation to Armstrong and Bert and... It's, uh, but I, you're, we're still not explained like why, like why he's right, a you're right. We're we're jumping ahead, so let's let's not jump ahead right. too far. Okay, let's the establishing um, an also famous uh, montage of Hulk Hogan riding, riding his motorcycle, motorcycle uh-huh. which one establishes how goddamn cool he is. Because you're not cool unless you're driving a motorcycle. And number two, how to throw a dog in the fucking <laughs> yes. water. If if you haven't seen it, please, it's on YouTube. It's a classic. I, don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I mean... You know. If anybody's listening to this podcast, I would assume they've had to have seen this. Uh, right. Um... Also, the uh, the next thing marking Hulk Hogan's being the epitome of cool, uh, those sweet headphones he was wearing. <laughs> he, those, Mikey could not get over that goddamn yellow Walkman. The yellow Walkman headphones. That's I'm pretty sure that's the only color Walkman they released for years and years. Just a bright yellow yep. Walkman. Mm-hmm. RCA, brother. RCA. I had a gray one, though, that went with my Talkboy. Is that like from Home, Home Alone? Alone? Yeah, I had a what? talk boy. I had a talk boy. Oh my god! Did you yeah. go like made your credit card? You, you got, got it. it. Uh huh. I just did that to you guys last week. Don't you remember that phone call you got? All right. That was you. You. I mean, I thought you were the father. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I, sorry, guys. I, I gotta tell you, that was me. Oh, oh geez, yeah. you got I me mean, yeah, good. Yeah. You mean with all the technology today, you're still using the talk boy? <laughs> still huh? using talk boy. All right. JC, did you run nine hundred dollars on ruin service? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I like. I'm a throwback. That's how I roll. That's how I do. Um. So Hulk rides up to the the biz, the business this guy works at, right. where to, we get to meet Alex uh, Mason. Yes, uh, who re- looks like Gene Wilder on his final days. <laughs> you know, you're you're definitely right. I'm just I, I I love Gene Wilder. I'm not trying to make offense to him, but I'm just saying that's what this man. You're is. no, you're not wrong. He definitely does. The security guard. Uh, are absolutely ridiculous. They're they're mean. They're standoffish. He's gonna hit him with his nightstick right away. Yeah, that's his Hulk. first move. Yeah. Who is he? A police officer in 2016? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Daisy. Ooh, Daisy. Sorry. Ooh, oh, dog lives matter. <laughs> no, she just attacked me. She just kicked <laughs> she me. Did not. She walked over here and kicked me. She hey. put her paw. Yeah, on why don't you take your? I head. have injured legs why right now. Why don't you take your white entitled? <laughs> We're going off track. Um, the security guard actually is the second move is go for the is go for the nightstick. First move, call him butthead. Right. Whoa, that harsh language again. <sighs> see, you can't say no, that. No, no, no. See, I was quoting someone. Oh, okay. No, that's uh, all right then. Yeah, but yeah. I was too. No, no you, you were saying you were just it individually. Saying it. Yeah. yeah. 
You were saying one word that was just very hateful. Yeah, right. I was using a quote. Very intolerant of you. Yes. Um, so he beats the shit out of the security guards. Both of them. Both of them with the security barrier. Yes. Yeah. Just beats him up. Uh, upon viewing this, Mr. Austin Pendleton. Uh, A.K.A. Alex Mason. Alex Mason, whatever. Um, uh, he's about to... His head of security is going to fire him, but he goes, No, he's perfect. He must be a professional. Because he just beat up several security guards without identifying himself uh, first. He that's must the thing. be a professional. The guy just rolls up on his Harley. Well, first of all, why didn't they tell the security guards that he was coming? But they just, they automatically profiled, dude on bike, your trouble. Well, to be fair, there are an heightened watch for, it's like, they just literally said that they're watching out for... True. For, like, troublesome, like, suspicious characters. Because this movie's MacGuffin, a.k.a. the, you know, that mysterious object that everybody desires, uh, in 1993 terms, no one understood what microchips did or what computers could really... Oh, Kogan did. Oh, yeah, well... (laughs) (laughs) He sure fucking did. Uh, Okay. Touché, good sir. Touché. I literally wrote down, yuck. (laughs) When he... Well, I, I wrote down that not only is uh, Sean Armstrong the coolest, he's also the smartest. Yeah. But he's not the coolest. He fucking says this really high detailed explanation of what a microchip does after someone said he doesn't know what a microchip does. Hey, he's just a dumb big idiot. And But then he goes to this brilliant explanation, but then picks up a rocket and just breaks it. Like he's a, like flying it around like he's fucking five that's, years old. Okay, so that's a problem. However, breaking it is actually a character beat, as we'll learn later in the movie. He's very inelegant and very clumsy. He's very clumsy. And he's trained. Yeah. Right. Okay, okay. I guess that's So that's cool. actually a character point. He can be smart, but he's just, you know, he's got uh, those big sausage fingers. Uh-huh. <laughs> he doesn't know his own strength. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. And sausage fingers reminds me of the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia explanation. Yes. He's got the uh, silken hair of a Chinese man and the skin of a hot dog. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's Hulk Hogan. Um, that, but that's, I think that's, yeah, that's more character based. Although, still, why the fuck is he touching it in the first place? The, and he does that this entire movie when he finds that fucking apple pie stick your goddamn sausage finger in it sticks his whole fucking finger in there he was about to pull an American pie he was, he was gonna fuck the pie he was gonna fuck the shit out of that pie well he fucked the shit out of something else later in this I movie mean, yeah he did mm. uh, theories. theories theories we all have theories uh, uh, he breaks the fucking he breaks this rocket it's like when Gene Wadler now they're gonna call back to him. Left him alone with fizzy lifting drink. It's uh-huh. like, yeah, I'm just gonna turn my back to you. Good, good. good After, fun. yeah, right. I like it. Uh, so he once again wants nothing to do with it because it's gonna be with kids. He hates kids because the nanny has uh, no, no, no. The nanny hadn't left yet. Right. He hates kids. As long as it's they have right. a nanny, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. as long as there's a nanny, it's cool. And that's, I'll watch. That's it. the only caveat. Ca- caveat. To both caviar. of them, both uh, of them, caveat and caveat. Both, yes, to to this contract that they have. Yes, the contract, the yes. secret, mysterious contract, the yes. spoken contract, spoken word yes. contract, gentleman's uh-huh. agreement. Yes, right. So we get the introduction of the plantation, and that's where that's where we meet. That's where that's where we meet the 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 first the nanny, the initial nanny, mother love. No, no, no. That's we the meet babe. the nanny. Oh. 
who, who runs out of the house oh, the, with her yes, hair on fire. Correct. Excuse and, me. And uh, takes the fucking bump of the world in this. Jumps right. headfirst into and a Hogan attacks. Uh, the, he protects. Um, yeah. uh, Gene Wilder. Right. And then yes. Oh, we're okay. skipping over when there was a booby trap in Austin Pendleton's. Oh yes, yes, yes. Death draw. That was just basically just powder. <laughs> just a nuisance. But it forced the head of security to yeah. come running in and get clotheslined by, close by Hogan. Because again, because they've Terry Hulk Hogan. Because they've established that Sean Armstrong is a former wrestler, the only moves that he can do are wrestling moves. Right. Yes. Like, I'm so dumb, I can't have any other self-defense methods besides clothesline, body slams, and suplexes. Also, in this movie, wrestling is real. Yes. That is uh, established later on, once we get the flashback scene. But, um, yeah, in the Mr. Nanny universe, wrestling is real. How many movies is wrestling fake and how many are real at this point? I think that most we've of them- done? I think most of them... I think we can debate the body slam because while there were backdoor shenanigans, I feel like, you know, they had the... They kind of established that Quick Rick... And Tonga Tom. They, they were in it to win it. Right. Yes. Like, there was no laying down for anybody. Right. I um, feel like Slammed had it... It was a little bit of both. No, Slammed, slammed was, was just was the Marks fake. believed it right. was fake. Uh, right, yeah, I mean, right. they believed it was real, right. but it, we were soon smartened up that it was all a work. Exactly. Um, I will say that Russell Madness was real. Russell Madness was definitely real. Because a dog fucking beat people. <laughs> Wait, no. Wait a second. Russell Madness there, was fake. There, there were fixes. Because there was the reveal that John Morrison was supposed to lay down. Yeah, but he shot and he actually won. So that was a. He but won that's it. where they found out well, that all the other was, wrestlers but, were laying down for Russell. Yeah, but it was an ad. It was like it was a freak thing that they wanted Russell to have people lie down for him. John Morrison okay. didn't seem. So down we can we can say that wrestling is real. However, they were trying to fix it, much like Mister Nanny. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um. So Grunt is pretty much related to be a real thing. Grunt's real. Yep. The world of Grunt is real. Um. Kayfabe. Not fake, yeah. Kayfabe was kayfabed. Uh-huh. Um, countdown, we didn't learn enough about that world. No. But I mean, we'll just say considering what we know about WWE, yeah. fake, fake, yeah. Um, what is that supposed to mean? No, nothing. Ready to rumble? Um, it, it, re, re, a little bit of both. Bit Wrestling's of- not fake. Drink. Because oh no, no. <laughs> We're caught in an infinite loop. Uh, we had pro wrestling versus zombies. Um, did they? I don't think they ever actually wrestled. Well, there was zombies, so they never really got. They there. shot on the zombies, and Shane Douglas did murder somebody. That's true. He killed somebody. <laughs> oh, Daisy did not like that either. Was it a brainbuster that killed him, or a pile driver? We're not a, talking it, about it, pro right, sorry, it, it, right. it was um, a, it was a pile driver though. Okay, uh, but so we're kind of. I think we're kind of split, right? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mr. Nanny, wrestling is real. Um, uh, but I just gotta say again, that bump that that nanny took into the pool, into the into the uh, little, uh, what is it? It's a fountain. Fountain. Um, what a fucking bump. I, I wrote down, nanny gets head lit on, lit on fire and then jumps head first into a fountain, dead. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she's never seen again, definitely no, dead. dead. No, she ran down the street. Did she? Yep. She hopped out and ran down the street. Yep. All right. Okay, she died later due to injuries. Right. Car accident. Car <laughs> In the ambulance on the way to the hospital. <laughs> so, Hulk gets, the nanny runs out, and he's like, oh, well, I guess whatever. Goes into the house, 
was where he meets Mother Love. Mother Love. Upon trying to finger the pie. Right. Jam just jams his fucking finger into a pie. Like, what a dickhead move. Oh, but didn't she try to take his arm with a hatchet? Yeah, she, with a big cleaver she had. She uh, hits a, misses him by inches by the fingertips. He goes, whoa, good aim. He goes... She goes, what do you mean? I was aiming for your wrist. It's like, man, Jesus that's a terrible aim then. Like, Although what we learn... real problems, lady. What we learn about the kids and what they do to their nannies, how do we know that Mother Love didn't go through a rite of passage and had to survive, like, an initiation? Um, you don't, don't fuck, you don't fuck uh, they with don't, Mother yeah, Love. Yeah, they don't mess with Mother Love. I'll tell you that yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, not at all. I'm just saying, she's awfully defensive with the hatchet. It's not to say that there wasn't a, a period of... Mm. Getting to know you, getting, getting to, to feel free and easy. easy. All right. Another interlude. Yeah. Right. Whoa. Oh, Daisy, oh, Daisy loves Daisy. the yeah. king and I. Ooh, she loves that rough stuff. No, Daisy, she actually prefers cats. Oh. Our next episode on cats and dogs. Oh, the, the truth about cats and dogs. Oh, God. Um, so... She immediately calls him uh, Porky. Mm -hmm. She calls him Lurch. Like, I'm just going to say it right now. Mother Love is my favorite character. Love her. Yeah, she's great. Like, I loved her in Billy Madison. I love her in Mr. Nanny. <laughs> that, that wasn't... That wasn't... Wait, that's what? awfully, awfully that was racist. Not, no, it's... That was no. not Mother Love. Oh. That was a different woman. It was? Yeah, it was oh. Gabourey Citadel. <laughs> no, that's precious. Ooh, that's also that's racist. that that is actually more racist. That's I wouldn't say that. Moving on, this yes, awkward. Please. Uh, <laughs> yes, please. Uh, Can't move on fast enough. We're we're really struggling here. So Hulk Hogan, Sean Armstrong gets to his bedroom, walks in, and immediately just trips over a tripwire, which seems to be anchored into the wall. Yeah, very. Right. Yeah, it looks professional. Professionally done. You can't take that out. Well, so let's talk about this for a minute. So really, the entire uh, second act of this movie revolves around the Looney Tunes exploits. The uh, Home Alone. Home Alone. Uh, these two kids, these two little moppets, these little fucking brats. And their fucking hijinks really go from the extremes where... It Did they ever off start off low, though? Yes. She, he A walks bowling in. ball hit him yeah. in the fucking skull. He starts off, he trips over the tripwire. Whatever. Opens the fucking closet, drops the bowling ball on his head, goes to the bathroom, and he gets a bucket of water poured on him. Like, that's really ranging in extremeness, no? From a bucket of water... Well, the bowling, head. bowling ball the bowling to the ball bucket of water. attempted murder. Yeah. Well, well the, the, I wrote down bowling ball to the head, dead. Yeah. He's dead right there. It that's, escalated very quickly. That's the second death through the pranks. Also, make mention of the kids real quick. Um... I know I mentioned to you guys uh, while we were watching the movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, the I'm little gonna. girl, Kate, uh, grew up. Uh, her The actress is Madeline Zima. I uh, ordered a Zima, not an emphysema. Ah, she's <laughs> the heir to the Zima fortune. Uh -huh. uh, which is why she's poor now. <laughs> um, a wonderful, uh, wonderful lady, great actress. Uh, you should watch her on the uh, Showtime series Californication. All right. If you uh, would like to see some of her talents. What kind of talents? <laughs> her <laughs> acting chops. Yeah, those chops. Whew. How big are her chops? <laughs> They're pretty big. <laughs> uh, nevertheless, uh, looking at what uh, Miss Zima looks like now, uh -huh. and looking back to 1993, uh -huh. it kind of painted this 
a picture for this movie that I found some uncomfortable undertones or hot or hot uh, tones uh, uh-huh. or the deaf tones oh oh uh, yeah between uh, Sean Armstrong and Kate Mason right um, it, it, there were definitely various scenes where it's just you know Hogan being a father figure and and bonding, but it got a little weird at times, guys. It did get kind of weird. Got a little bit strange. Maybe it was. Do you think it's us? I I or I do mean, do you think other people would kind of get? I feel see like we're going I here? can't imagine a scenario where it'd be okay to whisper to a little girl who's in bed, "Don't tell anyone we did that." <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. An appropriate scenario, or a scenario where someone would happen to hear that and not uh, think of course. the worst. And the dad was at one right point there. standing right at the right. There, are other, there are other scenes in this movie with her and her dialogue watching him, and she's like, he's so strong. Mm. There's a lot of little bits While they were movie. watching him in the shower... Right. With his teensy tiny <laughs> towel. <laughs> he was he was using a face cloth to wrap around his waist. I mean the the scenes with Alex Jr. and Sean Armstrong is the typical like he you know, he's a punk to the to him, but he's really getting bullied at school and he just needs well, that. Well what's the fucking little girl's excuse? She's that's what the I'm that's worst. what I'm that's well I like She has I'm, no mother figure. So uh, do you want me to break this down? Do you really want me to say what I'm thinking? Break it down. Why do you think why do you think she's so extreme in her willingness to murder somebody? Daddy issues. Sexual abuse. Oh. Wow, what? Daddy issues. Right. From From who? her dad? I From Santos? Well, maybe previous nannies. Previous there's there's so many Women? nannies that are in and could, out. Th- this, th- there could I have mean, been they, all their... they have a man, it wouldn't be the first Well, he they, was a security guard. They, they didn't say like, oh, nanny. you're the first, first man, man that's ever come here. No, it should be called uh, Manny. But her, did you see that fucking list of nannies? Manny is actually awesome, and I'm pissed they didn't use that for the title. Uh-huh. The Mr. Manny. Manny? Yeah. No, just the Manny. Mr. The Manny. Mr. Manny. Is that it? No. Okay. All right. Uh, We, like, I love the Manny. That should have been the name of this movie. Uh But no, it's okay. What I'm saying is that um, her quick insistence to murder the nanny Uh makes me believe that there may be some scarring from previous nannies. And then her insistence to then latch onto this big, strong Manny. Because he's not what her father is. And, like, she needs him to get, Uh like. uh, All right. You know what? This is a yeah. She needed to be protected by her yes, father, right. but he wasn't there to protect uh-huh. her. But she was being abused. This is a very windy and, road, but I'm on it with you. And spoiler alert: to the end of this movie, she desperately did not want him to leave again. To the point of, I believe, like the seventh or eighth death in this movie, uh-huh. right? Or what yes. should have been a death, right? Um, we should do a counter of how many times he should have died in this movie. Okay. I already got I got the one, and I got a second one coming up soon. Okay. But, like, so, okay, maybe, again, my theory might be off, but the fact that the three of us all agreed that there were some weird sexual things going on in this movie, I might not be too far off. Maybe it's because we're watching in 2016 where we're in the world we are now. While we're Google image searching Madeline Zima. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe all these things combined together. Um. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But let's let's move on. Let's let's keep on going. Um, he uh, they they set up the steps for him to die again. Uh-huh. Yes, they butter uh-huh. the railing. They set up a tr- a, a uh, trip ladder or a trip for- wire. Rather. Don't forget about the um, roller the, skate. The roller skate. So let me ask you. He guys- saw the roller skate, but didn't see the the fucking trip wire right in front of it. Let me ask you guys this: your favorite death trap in this movie. 
Um, I'm going to go with the bench press. Okay, I'm gonna go with the the exercise bike uh, okay. that um, had the uh, yeah, the ability the ability to um, the the status levels went from uh, slow to fast to very fast to coronary uh, coronary which would yeah because who's buying an exercise bike that has those settings what the fuck it was ninety three. Uh, okay, good point. No, no, yeah. no, that's it. No argument settled. You know that eighties thing was um, just kind of hanging. But over that was my that was probably my favorite, just because of the comic value of watching Hogan doing that in the smoke and then like ripping the arms off of the bike. Yeah, Jake, what about you? I I, I, I like the bench press. I thought you were, you already answered. Yeah. No, did he? You said bench press. You said bench press. Yeah, no. Mikey, you said bench press. Oh, all press. right, fine. No, you did say bench press. No, yeah, I didn't. you did. All right, then what's your favorite, Mike? I would like to say my favorite would be the pit <laughs> of blood. Because, oh. but I feel like the the thing about that was it didn't go as far as it could have gone. Because clearly the budget didn't actually count for the right. blood. It was a so we out. had an empty pool that Hogan clearly fell into. Yes, and well, then filling that pool would have been a tremendous amount of money, especially with red liquid. And then you just have the the red die number two. It was like it reminded me of Body Slam when they couldn't afford to let the car fall off the mountain. Yeah, so they had like, yeah. oh my god, what's going on here? The car's falling down. And it's 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 it was uh, red dye number two and seaweed. Yes, yes. I'll get the seaweed. Yep. So what was your favorite, Mike? I'm yeah, sorry. I, I, it was the bench I, press. I, yeah, oh wait, I thought you said, but you said that wasn't your favorite. It wasn't. One. That's not what I said. I, so what did you say? I'm asking you. I'm genuinely asking you. I'm gonna say it's the final, the final one. The one at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Where he the motorcycle tries to ride off on his motorcycle. Yeah. And the girl has the the steel cable wrapped around yeah. the bike. Do you think this family's bought stock in steel? No, like they, they bought stock in the Acme Company. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. They make all their money off of yike signs from yeah. people that fall off the cliffs on their segways. <laughs> uh, you mentioned the escalation with the murder traps, like it's a saw movie. And you know she's like, "Would you like to play a game?" Oh. And you know, yeah, it, brothers having fun little pranks, little girls trying to kill people. Yes, I mean, I like the. Sh- I can't get past the shower scene because I feel like the shower scene one with his little tiny little face cloth. His face around his waist. His tiny face cloth wrapped um, around his waist. Yes, and then to clearly walk behind into the shower so now we can't see his right. man bits right. he pulls off a regular size towel seems to be yes and then he never noticed the long electrical plug going from outside of the shower room into the shower the kids hiding there peeking in at him taking a shower and then the, I can't take a shower with the door open but then, like, was there actually a door? I feel like this was like an open, like they were in the gym mm. area of the mansion. Right. So there was, it was like a lock, there a was locker no room. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the gym shower when he could have been using his own. And shower. then they set up the water pressure to explode and knock him in the face. With the, yeah, to where the faucet, the head of the, the head of the shower would pop off and right in the jaw knocked him out and what did you say the bump he took again the same facial expression yeah, like he Hogan did, already had always has this he did the spin yeah. like and like face plant type bump he did a bump that like any celebrity would do in a movie or TV show I feel like well that's why it goes back to that Looney Tunes style mm-hmm. you know it's like everything's a cartoon if we heighten the violence to cartoon levels comic violence brother but oh comic action comic, oh, comic action. action excuse me you know what's not Looney Tunes though the fucking horror show that is Thantos well that and that's great 
Great segue, Jake. Thank You're you. still not getting the segue. Though. Come I'm on. Sorry. I'm sorry. Come I'm on. Sorry. But we are, and again, I think we could all agree that the head of security was already set up to be villainous. Yeah. Very begin- in the very beginning. He was very skeezy. And we were quickly confirmed of those suspicions when we see that Thentos um, was trying to get his hands in this microchip. For what reason? I mean, I guess world we, domination? Yeah. We don't know. Sell it to the highest bidder? Like He just, he never really clarified, but he was just kind of, I need to make this happen. They spent more time setting up the weird sexual chemistry between Hogan and the daughter than they did with the villain's motivations. I honestly would love to see uh, Buster Poindexter playing uh, Pennywise. I feel like oh. the way he was playing it, I feel like he would have been great. Or Ooh, like, That's great. Or likewise, love to see Tim Curry playing Phantos. Oh. I would love to see either of those Actually, things. you know what? That, that definitely... Good call, Lumberjee. Thank you, thank you. All right. I mean, I, I, I thought, you know, for such a flimsy villain, I thought he still was good in the role. Yeah, his overacting made him more of a villain. Plus, he's like a James Bond villain because he's got, like, the skull head. Due <laughs> yeah, to, he's like, like a James Bond, like, B-villain, like, not the main villain for James Bond. Right. Like, it's, it's definitely... He did everything that he could with the role. I mean... Props to him. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we were also introduced to his, I guess, is that Russian? Is it a Russian bodyguard? His Wolfgang. Mus- Wolfgang, okay. I guess that would be Russian. And I mean, and he's the toughest ombre in this entire movie. Yes, he's uh, the big no-selling German-Russian-whatever monster. Because if there's one thing I've, I, I took from this movie, and I actually have to give props to Hogan. Hogan had a, a history of making sure he was always the coolest guy in the room, the toughest guy in the room. He got his ass kicked this entire movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. He was very slapstick. He was acting like one of the Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. But like, even in the fight scenes against Wolfgang, and then later in the movie, Thanatos was just kicking his ass with his skull head. Yeah, like Hogan really never got on top and never was winning a fight. Well, just watch any Hogan match. That's what he does. He just sells, sells, sells. Big comeback. It's over. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. That guy Hogan's not afraid to sell. But, uh, so they, they break open the safe thinking the microchip's going to be in the safe. It's not. And, uh, the skeezy, skeevy head, head of, of security is like, you got to punch me to make it look legit. Because the police were coming. Right. And Wolfgang takes one shot, and that's how we establish how fucking strong he is. Because it, what, sends the guy flying. Yeah, breaks his jaw, sends him in a neck brace. And for the rest of the movie, yeah. he's laid up in his... Jaw's wired shut. Yeah. Um, the... Guy didn't know the security code to the to the vault anyway. What was this code that he entered? It was like something stupid. It was like it very was, like basic it like was numbers. But it was, I felt like it was something stupid like one two three four five six seven eight. I don't know. Like it was something I don't know. Maybe I'm just making that up in my head. And then uh, Phantos, the one when the security alarm was going off, he was getting a headache because of his metal plate. Uh-huh. Which we at that point we still don't know why he has a metal plate. No, in head. no, no explanation. Um, we also soon find out, I mean, I guess a little bit later where that microchip actually is and what Mr. Mason actually does with it, is he hides it in his daughter's dolly. Yeah, behind the eye, which is a strange place to me. Well, yeah. No. He ripped off the doll's eye. Which means that eye has been ripped off before. Yes! Which Abuse. Might go- yes! Yes! Abuse. Yes, thank you! Thank you! I think we got... I think, I think we're, we're, I think we're the there, cases. guys. I think we're almost there. We've got a case. We're going to go back to cold case and we're going to solve this. Yes. Madeline, we're coming for you. Come for you. 
neighbor. Anyway, what's going on here? What's Daisy? What are you doing? Daisy, uh, Daisy, Mikey's dog just pissed on the floor. Oh, jeez. Just squatted. Oh, Jake, what are you doing? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm also squatting. Oh, Daisy, do not pee on me. Jake, you don't pee on me. <laughs> that was an odd choice, Daisy. Oh, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Anything can happen on three-way theater. Anything can happen. And if it was the three-way theater, the dog would have been pissing on us. All of us. Yeah, yeah. Golden showers for days. Golden retriever showers. Golden retriever showers. All right, so... I, I, I mean, we've talked a lot about the abuse part, but after the final uh, bloodbath that Hogan gets... He finally put the kids in their place. They were gonna, they were gonna leave him alone anyway. After this, they had made a truce that they were gonna leave him alone if he could survive this last one. Right. But even so, the kid's still kind of a shit to him. The boy. Yeah, he's still giving him an attitude, but mainly because Sean started really freaking out. Right. But they liked getting punished. Well, the daughter did. Abuse. Abuse. Uh, there's something wrong there. There's something wrong the there. The son was rebelling, didn't like being punished. But they're left to sit on that couch. Uh, Sean Armstrong tells him, don't move! Yeah, and then he goes upstairs, takes a shower, comes down in his finest Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dead head to President tell. and founder of Levi Strauss and Company. Absolutely. Um, and also, it's been like 12 hours later. Yes, absolutely. Like, it was like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, Middle of the night. Uh, Gene Wilder shows up at like 9 o'clock at night. Uh, Hogan is now fully cleaned after being dyed and his hair was... In flower. Yes, in flower. Hogan, after he goes into the pit of blood, looks like himself after any time he gigged himself. He (laughs) would bleed buckets, his hair would turn red, everything would be red. It looked... Yeah, like it wasn't a shock to see that. It was like, yeah, that's about right. (laughs) No, you're absolutely right. So the kids are finally getting punished and they're finally feeling the adult authority figure. But... We also learned that Gene Wilder is leaving because of the break-in and because of everything else. He needs to go away. And uh, Hogan's going to call in for backup. He's going to call Sherman Helmsley and, you know... A.K.A. the worst backup ever. (laughs) Well, why the fuck? Not only is it... Okay. His security is, A, a crippled man, but B... Sherman Helmsley. Right. Sherman Helmsley, I wouldn't trust in 1970 when he was fucking 40 years old, let alone now. Right. Um, I I do love bringing Sherman Helmsley into the fold, though, because it's introduced between uh, Sherman Helmsley and Mother Love. Yes. And the... A weird love dynamic. Weird, but, like, again, it goes back to the weird sex vibes in this movie. Yeah, because all right. Sherman Helmsley's straight up, like, I'm gonna fuck this bitch. And she's not totally against it. No, she's no, doing no. her fancy, like, you yeah, know... Yeah, she's playing hard to get, but she's not... She's into she, it. She's not hating it. She's definitely into it. Right, Mike? Right. Yeah, exactly. So... After he yells at the kids, Hulk Hogan's working out, and the the kid, the boy, peeks around. He's trying to get some pointers. He wants to work out also. Because, again, just to point out, at at this point of the movie, as the movie's starting to turn toward the third act, uh, Hogan has won over these kids. These kids now love him and respect him. Yes. So now the kid needs his help. Um, So the kid is trying to work out uh, while he's spying on Hulk Hogan, who's working out, wearing a white shirt and jeans. (laughs) Working out in a belt and jeans. (laughs) Yes. Pumping iron. Mm -hmm. You want to be comfy, you know? Yeah, you want to be comfy. You want to have that range of motion. Of course. That a pair of jeans is the only thing that can give you. And uh, Hulk Hogan goes, hey, 
if you want to get into a fight, you don't want to work out. You need to have attitude. It's like, no, you probably want to also work out. Yeah, no, you definitely want to work out. And then the kid's solution is a fucking electric wallet. So why the fuck did he even bother to work out? So I feel like the lesson they were trying to give is that, you know, use what you got. The kid's got a brain. Yeah, use the smarts. Be smarter, not harder. I did also love the scene that preceded that. Um... I, I loved Sherman Helmsley offering the various weapons. That was great. What did he give him? Uh, uh, the first one was brass knuckles. Brass knucks. Um, it was a slapjack. Slapjack. Mace. I'll ask Mace. you where, right? Mace. Um, and, and then, then the- finally, his favorite, <laughs> a lead pipe. <laughs> like, and he pulls like, out this giant. Like a four foot lead pipe. Half of his size. More than half of his size. Yeah, you're right. Down his bad leg, which. Made us speculate: Is that the only reason that he's limping? Because uh, he always carries always carrying right. lead pipe on him. And again, it goes back to the Looney Tunes, where he has all these weapons on his person at uh, all times. And it also goes back to the wrestling side of him. Very true, because also during the these bonding scenes, we get the flashback to how he got the limp. Yes, and we travel back to the I guess the seventies we established right mm-hmm. yep. the nineteen seventies, um, where we had Sean Armstrong. After a match, uh-huh. and he uh, wait, he decided not to throw the match. Right. Um, Thanatos, Thanatos was is he the he, booker? Is he the promoter? Yeah. No, he was the other wrestler's manager. Is that oh, what it was? Okay. Yeah, he was the other wrestler's manager, and he had ordered Hulk Hogan Hulk to lose. So why would he order him to do that if he's not even his manager? Because he bet a lot of money on it, and he needed his guy to win, so he was yelling at Hulk Hogan to lose. Uh-huh. All right. He's trying okay. to bribe Hulk Hogan into losing for him. Um, when Sherman Helmsley's describing this flashback, he's talking about getting shot and how he was just gushing blood everywhere. I would argue that when he gets shot by Thanatos, it, it's one shot, there is no blood whatsoever. Some- and also, if you look at where Sherman Helmsley dove in to stop the shot, Hogan was getting shot in the dick. He was going to shoot him in the balls. <laughs> I, I heard that and how did this get made, and right. it was only, yeah, it was absolutely true. He was going to shoot him in the balls and dick. <laughs> Look at the trajectory of Sherman Helmsley jumping in front of the way. Hogan would have been dickless. And uh, I don't know who else this guy's been shooting, but there was only one bullet in the chamber. Thank God. Thank yeah. goodness. Uh, Hulk Hogan leaves his best friend for dead to go chase <laughs> this guy. And uh, they end up on the roof. Of Kobo Hall. And <laughs> Thantos uses his trademark head charge move before he even has right. the metal head. So was he maybe he's a former wrestler as well? Yeah, maybe All he's right. trying to okay. and Hulk Hogan sidesteps him, throws him off and into the pool. Which the boy replies, Man, it must have made a heck of a splash. And Sherman Helmsley reveals Nope. There was no water in the pool. It was empty. Origins. And uh, the reason, the only reason he survived is because he landed on his giant afro hair. Right. Which everyone had in this flashback. <laughs> everyone had a full head of hair. and it was Well, just like hilarious. everybody had their 1993 hair, everybody yes. had to have their 1970s uh-huh. hair. Their 1993 hair was the old bowl cut well, in various styles. I will counterpoint and say that I did love... Uh, Hogan's 1970s hair because it really did look like Terry Boulder. Yep. Yeah, from like '81. Like that was that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Sherman Helmsley never had hair. No, I love to see him <laughs> with hair. At eight years old, he had no hair. Yes. Um, so we basically get the the reveal that um, 
Alex Mason, Gene Wilder has been kidnapped, and the the skeevy head of security is in the limo with him. Reveals that the Russian Wolfgang is driving the limo, and they're gonna bring him to Thanatos. And they have a fucking ejector chair. Yeah, because the uh, Alex Mason says, "Hey, you know they're gonna just dispose of you when you're done." He writes down in his little notepad because he's got his jaw wired shut. Ha. Because he doesn't believe that, and then immediately upon saying that, he gets launched out of his ejector seat. So do do we think that had uh, Gene Wilder not called him on it, like, they're going to get rid of you right away, they just would have just not have done it? I like to think the limo driver wasn't paying attention. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, I'm done with this guy. If he dies, he dies. And I like to think they also had a setup where each and every seat had an ejector seat attached to it if needed. Okay, so like even the driver's seat itself. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know if the day may come where I need to eject myself. Yeah, what if I'm driving passenger? That's a stretch limo. There's a lot of seats in there. I know. There's a lot of dashboard up there to fill up with buttons. Um, so, upon... Uh, after telling the story of the whole juxtaposition of, this, of the, how these people all came together, they still don't know... No. That he's a the connection. bad guy. Yeah. Right. It's not until... Wait, so wait, no, I'm sorry. I take that back again. Because then there's the, the scene where uh, they go to the mansion to retrieve the kids. Because the kids are the only bargaining tool. Which begs the question, why didn't they kidnap the kids in the beginning? Since the they were already place. at the mansion picking him up in the limo. Why not fucking take the kids then instead of waiting going back to this abandoned warehouse, which also might be where the incident happened where he was thrown off of the... Uh, maybe okay. like that. Maybe like the, that's the same place where the flashback took place, maybe? Also, another question. Why would the head of security hire an outside bodyguard when he could have just kept it as one of his own That's guys? a very good question. It's a very good question. And I mean... I just I have an there seems to be a lot of driving around that's very unnecessary because I feel like they could have snatched kids when they snatched uh, Gene Wilder yeah and they could have probably just killed Sean Armstrong then yeah absolutely um, because Sherman Helmsley hadn't shown up yet yeah so like it just it seems it's all it's all pointless missed opportunities missed really, opportunities all um, but we get to see right before the home invasion we get to see the two two. Yes. 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 Which is really in all promotional materials for this movie. is on the poster. I feel like that's the most remembered scene of the whole. Had movie. the tea party happened yet? Is this is this is this, this is the it's the lead part. up right. because this is where Sean Armstrong reveals how clumsy he is. He's always been like you know knocking things over and breaking things after he breaks the little cup from the mm -hmm. tea party. Right. And uh, basically, he let he just he's putty in little Kate Mason's hands mm -hmm. and she's gonna train him abuse 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 she was abused she was very sexually abused she should not get this attached to strangers so quickly also I'm gonna blow your fucking minds right now she already had a man sized tutu <laughs> ready to go for him to put on I want you all to think about that <laughs> she had one in her closet ready for some man to put on. Well, to be fair, she got it from Brutus Beefcake, who always has a thousand <laughs> costumes. 
Um, but yeah, so that again, I think that helps confirm my abuse theories. <laughs> and uh, so while Hulk Hogan's still wearing a tutu, the bad guys all invade. Right. Uh, kick Mother Love in the face. Holy fuck! Fucking kick they Mother just, Love. No, just they choked right, her. They did not kick her in the face. No, they choked her. No. They, yeah. She had the cleaver. Oh, you're right. He kicked the cleaver out of her hands and then choked her. And Choked the, the choking made me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. It felt a little... For a movie that's been so comedic with its violence, uh-huh. it, it was, was a little mu- too real right? <laughs> to see a woman just being straight up choked by a large man. Because they were... I mean, at that point, they could have straight up just killed everybody. And they had the guy had a gun pointing right at yeah. Sean Armstrong. So really, it was, a, it was a moment where I'm just like, oh man, this is getting dark. Like, this is getting really rough. But rough stuff. Oh yeah, which would have been the name of the movie. That's uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. Although the Manny's still better. The Manny. Um, uh, Sherman Helmsley does get fucking knocked the fuck out. Yeah, thrown, he gets punched. His stunt double got overtime for that one. Oh man, uh, with thrown well, into the couch. First, first, he somehow gets hold of a gun and takes his shoe off and shoots. Off the rope. That no, is... no, no, no. That's that's later on. That's later. Oh, at the, that's geez. the breakout scene. We're not that. Spoiler alert! Yet. Spoiler alert for the climax. Where are let's, we? Let's jump ahead. Because okay. Where are we? All right. So, bottom line: kids get kidnapped. The kids who are then Jesus kidnapped, Christ. basically, like they're with their dad. Their dad is very barely tied up. Barely tied up. Around the waist, loosely. His arms are free. And basically, Thanatos is threatening to kill the kids unless they say where the microchip is. Right. Uh, Alex Jr. says, it's under the toilet seat. Yeah. And basically calls back to the mansion again. Where so much back and forth. doesn't basically literally just calls. But, like, it's so much back and forth. Like, there's so much added to this. Like, they were really trying to stretch this out to get to 90 minutes. Yeah. And uh, basically... Tell Sean, bring the bring the toilet, toilet seat. seat. And by the way, it's Thanatos. Yeah. And then that little kid gets fucking slapped in the <laughs> yeah, face. Backhanded. Holy shit, it was great. But like I love that little like that what we're 82 minutes into this movie. We're just getting ready to the finale and they just figure out that Thanatos is the villain. Yep. Yes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And there and it, it's only when they bring Sherman Helmsley there does Thanatos realize. He's also dealing with people he knows. <laughs> right, like, you're you're right. They, like they find out, but he, Than- but, uh, he didn't know either. It's yeah. just a weird coincidence that the head oh. of security working for Thanatos hired the two rivals that caused Thanatos descent into super villainy. Because they do drag Sherman Humsley away with the kids. I did forget to mention. Yeah, that. like a fucking dead body rag. <laughs> <laughs> um, One arm, fucking Sherman Helmsley. Poor guy. <laughs> uh, Hulk Hogan uh, jumps onto the set of Thunder in Paradise. Yep. And <laughs> very slowly makes his way over to a different dock. Yeah. Um, Somehow ends up handcuffed to a fucking uh, a steering wheel, beats a guy up with a steering which wheel. Which goes back to, like, he got his ass kicked for the majority of this movie. How did he get handcuffed to a goddamn steering wheel? Especially he was getting his ass kicked. God damn it. But he was kicking the shit out of this one guy, and then the guy just popped up and was like, boom, it's handcuffs. True. Yeah. I mean, he breaks into the warehouse... Um, he makes what I feel to be a pretty elaborate entrance. And then Thanatos directly says, I thought I would expect a more elaborate entrance from you. Someone that worked at the Memphis Pig Auction. <laughs> That's right. And then the West Memphis Pig Auction. Excuse me. The web, with the West Memphis 3. That's in Arkansas, yeah. And then he, uh, Sherman Humsey screams, We won that one! <laughs> and Daisy got very upset and started uh. growling. 
And we get into this weird final fight scene where everybody's kind of in on it. This really weird final fight scene. I, ha- I have to mention, Sherman Helmsley, who was tied up, gets a hold of a gun somehow. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And his socks, it's not like he has a hole in his sock. Each of the toes are cut off like uh. a hobo's glove. That's all he has left, man. And he takes the gun between his tied up hands and shoots, shoots the rope free. Well, why wouldn't he just shoot the bad guy at that point? Not only that, that, he should have blown his hands away. No yeah, shit. Forget about that. Unfortunately, this was Kurt Cobain's favorite movie and he got a lot of ideas from <laughs> He died. Wow. Damn. All right. Um... The kid get the uh, Alex Jr. gets fucked up some more. He, he gets, gets he jumps on the Wolfgang's yeah. back, gets thrown to the ground. You think that's enough? Kicked. <laughs> he slides so slides far, slides across the feet. entire room. It was amazing. That was good. That was amazing. I like that. Um, Sean Armstrong gets no offense in the entire fight, and he's getting drowned until the kid jumps on his back. And he sees that, and then he that brings the Popeye Hulk up moment. But about about but about but about pops up, says a little like, "Ah, you shouldn't hit a kid," and throws an elbow, knocks Wolfgang out somehow. Thanto's using his huge fucking offensive maneuver, just charging at someone, headbutting him, and sending them flying across the room. Of course, yep. He would destroy them. Daisy. Um, when Hulk Hogan is now battling Thantos in an even battle for some reason, mm. like a normal back and forth, yep. uh, you have the father and son team making an invention. On the spot. On the spot with what they have found and what's there. Including a large rod. Just a large rod, a hot rod, if uh-huh. you will. Ah. An animate carbon rod. Yep. <laughs> Man of the year. Um, Daisy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Seriously, just shut the fuck up for one fucking minute. While you we had your this. chance in Russell yes. Madness. You, you had your piece. Lost it. We're done. Oh, oh god oh. damn it, Daisy. Run, run, JC. <laughs> god, my leg, my leg. Um, so, yeah. So, that's the movie. Because we get the final epilogue. Oh, no. that he gets he gets attracted to the giant magnet. But they, they, oh, they, you're yeah, right. They they. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's talk. They about MacGyver this. this. No, they did not MacGyver they, this. Yes, they did. No, because MacGyver, you can actually like understand what the fuck they no, did. No, you couldn't. <laughs> get the That's bullshit. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying, about. guys. They were like, hey, here's a big rod and stick it in this hole. We'll fucking abuse. <laughs> well, oh, hit the switch. He has these big. Wires that he just connects to a random part in the fucking big electric machine. You not how anything that's, that's works. That's how technology worked. Hey, listen, they're scientists. Yeah, yeah, scientists. that was your argument. Like they're hey, scientists. They smart, know. brother. Mikey was against it until I said they were scientists. Uh-huh. Invention brought uh-huh. it right back around. Yeah. And speaking of around, it attracted Thanos' <laughs> head and sent yes. him spinning round and around and around until he launched off into space. Yep, and into never orbit. Came. You know what, Jake? That was a fantastic segue. That was cool. <gasps> You're still not getting the segue. Oh, come on. I thought I had it. No, I no, no, no. Damn it. Um, so, it, and I guess what, he gets shot up into space, and I'm assuming off of our planet and out of our atmosphere. I'd assume that's correct. He's currently flying through space. Well, he's dead. Oh, he's got the metal. Oh, no, his metal helmet fell off. Yeah, right. his metal helmet right. fell off. Right, right. So yeah, he's probably, dead. like, yeah, he's impacted, dead. yeah. Yeah. 
He's he's definitely dead. And then we we then get our epilogue where we see my favorite, your favorite, where we see that Sherman Helmsley's back on the force. What do you mean? He was never off. He's he was never on full on. He's going to police he had academy. and patches. So he had patches and a whole bunch of awards. <laughs> yep. Patches was also his nickname at uh, Police Academy. Um, we find out that uh, Sean Armstrong is going on the first vacation in years. That Since he he's ever known had. Bert yeah, in so. the 15 years they've been friends. And uh, and then that's when we find out, again, we go back to the abuse part, where uh, Kate Mason, little Kate Mason, does not want... Sean to leave. Right. To the point of... Another death scene. Right. I, I'm, I'm really gonna have to, we're gonna have to go back and count. After. Oh, I have the count. Okay. So what's the total count of death? So let's go. Bowling ball. Uh, fall down the marble steps. Um, there was crushed by the bench press. Electrocuted into the pool. And uh, let's go with the last motorcycle scene. The pit of death. The pit of death is. I wouldn't count that as death though. I mean, it's called the pit of death. It was the dra- pit of blood. He could have got oh. caught in seaweed, and he could have he could have drowned. drowned. Okay, let's say six. Let's say six. All right, that's still a lot. Soft six. Soft six. Uh, and that's the movie. That's Mr. Nanny. That's Mr. Nanny. So I don't know about you guys. I love Mr. Nanny. JC does not. I did not like this movie. I I am a fan of bad movies. I've talked about this before. But this, I just, I couldn't get on board with it. I don't know. I just, it's, maybe it was all the abuse that was going on behind the scenes, behind the veil of this movie. But I think that's that's a, it's a point for it that it has such a <laughs> yeah. deep story behind it. Uh-huh. Where it has this, it's not, you can watch it a couple times and uncover layers. Oh, yeah. Each and every time. There are definitely layers to this yes. movie, I'll tell you that. Like, so, uh, yeah. Like, I mean... So, I mean, you guys loved it. All right, I got it. I loved it as a kid, and I love it now. And that's fair. That's fair. I love it for what it is, and it's a campy... So let me ask you guys this, and I know that on uh, on episode eight, we said we were going to watch Suburban Commando, and we're not doing that. Uh, but is is Mr. Nanny your favorite Hulk Hogan movie? No. No. So is it in top three? Yes. Sure. Okay. All right, that that was not that confident on Mike Pava's behalf, but so you're saying this is not your favorite Hulk Hogan movie? No. Okay. All right, good. I'm this right. is our first Hulk Hogan movie. This is our first yes. Hulk Hogan movie. Okay. First of many to come. Um, but I, I yeah, I don't know, guys. Don't know. Guys, what did we learn? Uh, I learned. That Sean Armstrong is the king of detention. <laughs> no! Oh. Good one. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I learned that um, uh, sexual abuse is very serious. and But also um, can be funny. But it can also be funny and a little sexy. Mike? <laughs> I feel like you should have gone last. <laughs> top that, uh, motherfucker. Yeah. Top that. Uh, oh, top that. Hats. What uh, you think about that? I've learned that Hulk Hogan uh, uh, rides a motorcycle in every single movie he's in. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
I learned that I fucking hate Daisy and I think she should be banned from all podcasts. Oh shit. She can't keep her puggy mouth shut. Isn't that right? Shots fired, Daisy. Bam! <laughs> She's not pleased. Where's her collar? So what are we doing next? Well, uh, episode 10 oh. is actually going to be our special year end awards. The Peakies. The Peacock the Awards. The Peakies. Mm-hmm. I will be taking the full... I'll take the reins of the Peakies. Okay. All right. Great. That's one less thing for me to yes, do. Yes. Yes. Thank God. I will take the reins of the Peakies. Perfect. And we will have the Peakies ready to be released. And maybe a special little something for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. right. And we will be, all right, all right, we will be all handing right. out those golden Pekingese. That's right. No. Oh, God, why you did you have to up? order all you those Pekingese? Listen. I ordered 400 Pekingese. 400? Yes. We. Where did you? Wait, Jake. You don't have money. Where I did you bought get the them money? in bulk. Where did you get the money? In Skull. Where did you get the money? Well, where's my wallet? It's here. Have this wallet. That that's my wallet, and it's empty. Open it up. Open this wallet. Wait, what <laughs> Electric wallet, motherfucker. <laughs> Check us out at threewaytheater.com. Uh, all the other good stuff. Like us, like, listen, subscribe, and yeah. comment. Uh-huh. Be uh-huh. the first. Uh, I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjake. And I'm JC. And this has been. Three-way theater. Three-way theater. You think we should wake him up? Mm, he'll he'll wake up in a couple hours. I mean, you electrocuted. Him. I was frozen today. Oh no! Wrong movie. Oh no!
you with a stick You want an ice cream pop They give you a boot to lift I need some time To sort out all this mess I gotta be rough and ready When they put me to the test They're gonna call your bluff It don't get going When the going gets rough It won't be over Till you had enough, Buff stuff. you ain't nothing but a powder puff. Buff stuff. Ow.